I know we don't maybe have the fondest opinions of cows on the AJ McCall show at VFX just because, you know, there's a couple people in the building who've actually worked with them and then they're just dumb. That's usually what gets said about yeah. them, to be honest. Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. But try this cow on for size okay. because it became a celebrity, which means it's probably doing something at least colorfully, if not right, possibly wrong. In Brazil, there was a cow that was set to be slaughtered. However, it escaped from a farm, ended up going down a water slide as a part of that escape, and won its freedom because someone filmed it, made it go viral. So the owner was like, this cow's cool. I'm going to keep it as a pet. Yeah. I think that's reasonable. I think you should. <laughs> I, how do you handle that as a uh, club next door? All of a sudden, somebody's like, we got a cow going down the slide. Like, yeah, great. That's that's great, it's like, guys. No, that's no, not very but nice. For, but for real, there's really a cow. It's a real cow. Kind of makes you wonder, in this day and age where anything and everything can go viral, what can your pets, usual or unusual, well, I would say not unusual, common or more uncommon, probably better way to put it, can do? I mean, Yogi's really good at whispering. I'm telling you, it's adorable. If you have not seen it, oh, I highly suggest it. It's so cute. Off, 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 I'm, off, a pa- I'm a fan. I personally am a fan, so I suggest that talent I would chalk up is something that's worth sharing with the rest of the world. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, Tiesel's really good at sitting pretty. Her balance is, like, killer. Sis is really good at being a dog. How did this cow climb to the top of steps of a slide, by the I, way? Dude... How do cows get literally anywhere? That's fair. You see videos of cows that get stuck in like tables and chairs and random things. I watched a video uh, the other day on TikTok that there was a cow that was stuck in a chair and it was just running around like wailing. And the cowboy guy was trying to get with the cow to try and, you know, get it out of the chair. And his caption was something like, this is why we drink at 11 (laughs) a.m. Like something along those lines. Does make me a little bit hesitant because I know that there is a household that has i believe four last time i drove past just north on uh 600 here mm-hmm. there's like four of them full-size cows you go up yeah uh, two they blocks, just block hang and out. Half. well maybe 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 they're just waiting for the right opportunity to get out all of a sudden they're going to find themselves over at the pool over by uh, the fairgrounds and stuff maybe they want to go swim could potential be, could be have you gotten your stuff ready for thanksgiving because if not well uh something pretty common during COVID has been shortages, but it's not just that. What has really affected you? I ran into some people with some really interesting stories. I think after a few weeks of something not getting mailed, like there, of course, be initial panic. We've talked about this in the after show a couple times. Producer Butters and McCall both have terrible luck, it seems like, sometimes getting stuff mailed to their own houses. Mm-hmm. AJ and McCall at VFX. But I think after a little bit, I would just like space. Like I'd be mad, I'd be mad, and then it wouldn't show up. And then I'd kind of forget about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I found out a friend ordered some furniture earlier this year, and they were supposed to get it sometime later this year, which to begin with was like nuts to me because I was, I don't know, I guess I'm not a functioning adult. I just like, that's what I want. Give me that. I'm going to take it home. Um, but apparently got delayed. So now they ordered furniture at the beginning of this year. They're not going to get it till the middle, supposedly, of sometime next year. And I'm like, what? Yeah, that's <laughs> weird. But it, it's probably, again, one of those cases where I feel like we've heard from shortages. And, of course, the the one I think everybody remembers was the toilet paper and all that stuff at the beginning of COVID was just an absolute unmitigated nightmare. Right. We're heading into Thanksgiving, and there's already reports that grocery stores could be short of things such as turkeys, cranberry sauce, which, who cares? Nobody wants that anyway. Cranberry sauce is gross. Uh, but potentially stuffing as well made the list. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I, don't, I don't care for that. I would like to have plenty of that. So I was curious, because you keep hearing about them. But there's a possibility, right, that me just saying this, as I'm trying to, quote, report it, could cause the issue, right? Because if you're like, oh, I love stuffing, I'm going to run out now and buy every box of stuffing I could find, kind of fed into the issue. Yes. So what shortages have you actually run into, like, that you've had to deal with? Um, Tupperware, for some reason. Tupperware was, like, out a couple of months ago, and I was like, what? who is buying Tupperware? Like, I just... What's wrong with you? I think my favorite part of that was producer Butters going to the store, taking a picture of one set, and then telling McCall, here's some. Yeah. I was like, thank you. Not what I need, though. I need, I need, okay, great. Thank you. Um, That one, that one's happened. I mean, the toilet paper one, obviously, everybody saw. We were all there. It's always, like, I feel like recently it's been random things. 
And it's always the most random thing that I need. Like, I don't know, chocolate chips. I'll go in and I'm like, where are the chocolate chips? This is random. Very weird. Lettuce. Where's the lettuce? There's no lettuce. That's strange. Just, I feel like it's never anything like consistent. Because for a while it was, you know, toilet paper. It was very consistent. Like toilet paper consistently. Annoying, but I got it. Yeah. Uh, we got a text message here, 68255. Then we're text. Start your text with VFX anytime you want to jump in. My brother-in-law builds houses. He can't get windows ordered uh, mm-hmm. for seven months. Good gosh. Yeah, dude. They're out. I mean, Dustin, that's what Dustin does, you know, with his siding and construction stuff. It's like never, you never know when things are actually going to be in. So it sucks because it's like. Yeah, I need these, but I'm sorry we can't really do anything about it until potentially this, you know, gets here. What I'm hearing is stockpile on everything no. all the time. No. Just better to be safe that way. Then you have to worry about the shortages. Windows, get a couple extras, stash them away. You know, whatever. Couches, apparently. Toilet paper, obviously. Uh-huh. Shortages. Weird. Uh so, if you were to find out that one in six couples have had an argument about facial hair, I think the, the disagreement would come to mind is, all right, well, is it, is it hey, don't cut it because I love it, or please cut it because it's disgusting. Well, it goes a step further than that because apparently, according to Americans, you can figure out whether or not, like, let's say, someone with a beard is good with money or not. I don't know how, but apparently they decided you can. Apparently, one in six men have had a relationship fight about facial hair. And I figured this went one way, and that was, no, don't shave it Oh, because I, oh. it looks good. I, I was thinking either that or, like, clean it up out of the sink. Oh, that's good, too. That's fair. AJ McCall at VFX. I thought when it came to the facial hair on the face, though, like, the argument only went with, please keep it because I love it. Because I don't know what age it is, but a certain age, fellas just realize, like, I give up. I just had this conversation. There's a sales manager in the building who I've never seen with a full beard before, but he's rocking one. Right. And I was like, I didn't know you could do that. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I've never. And I was like, I can't. And he goes, oh, you can't. I was like, nope, peach fuzz, all I get. And it's annoying. And I I gave up. I re- you got to acknowledge it. Like, I can't do it. Fellas got to acknowledge. But then, apparently, taking their cue, science was like, let's look at this. So then there was a bunch of surveys that were done about men with beards and men without beards. And the thing that threw me for a loop was like one of the questions asked was, are men with beards better with money? There's no study done on it. It was just legitimately like point blank McCall. Do you think men with beards are better with money? I I don't know. And that is the evidence they worked with. By the way, 52% say no. Clean shaven men are better with money. I think that makes sense though. I mean, if you look at it in like a, oh, well, you know, if you're going to maintain, depending on how you maintain it. Like if, if a clean bearded, if a clean bearded man, (laughs) clean bearded. Yeah. Like they, they were, they did a good job of like maintaining it and taking care of it. I would say yes. So then you disagree with the majority then? No, because there's a lot of people that don't take care of their beards. There's a lot of people that just let them like hang out. But the majority says clean shave it as in no facial hair. Oh, Slight, slight majority, 52%. Can we just say, like, clean-capped? Like... No, it was beards or not beards. Those were the two choices. That's dumb. <laughs> Call it, like, three options. I want not three well options. Not well-kept facial hair, well-kept facial hair, and no facial hair. <laughs> Those are the three options I'd like. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Another thing they asked is, like, is having a beard more expensive than shaving every day? The poll found clean-shaven, $35 a month. Men with facial hair, $49 a month because they spend money on things like beard trims and beard oil. But only if they maintain it. Only if they, only maintain, if they maintain it. it. Which is a fair point now. See, McCall's saying there's a third category I'm here. I'm telling you there is. Science completely missed. I'm telling you. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Let me look real fast. Okay. So, like, you got Chris Stapleton out here with beard. Okay. I think he, I think he maintains it. I think he does well for himself. I, I was going to say I disagree that he maintains it, but sure, he does. I would not disagree that he does well for himself. I think he does okay with his, I mean, whatever. There are people <laughs> who take better care of their beards, I think, than Chris Stapleton. But, That's, I would know. definitely agree with that. At this point, he's got like a beard ponytail. It's down to his, like his belt buckle. Like, <laughs> it's, it's something. It's amazing. I'm going to be I'm totally jealous. Cannot do it. Cannot grow anything besides the ridiculous mustache that I don't want. Homeboy, like, the other thing is, this is solely a question for fellas or ladies that have guy friends. 
Is there like a group in your friend group? Is there a case where like one person can't do it and then other people can't? Because like out of my, I would say my four best friends, three of them can fall asleep and wake up full beard. Like it's they can like they can do it that fast. That's crazy. And then I'm like, come on, come on, something, nothing. Those little sprouts here and there, and you're like, oh, that is a lovely neck beard, AJ. By the way, if you ask me if I think you're good with money or not when you have that on, the answer: stay away from me. Don't talk to me. That's the answer. Can you imagine though, if you're on a dating profile, you got a beard, right? Your fella, and you get into the conversation, and someone was just like. Ah, so I see you have a beard, so clearly you're not good with money. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what? That's just what the beard says to me. What? Yeah, that'd be pretty weird. I feel like according to TikTok, though, facial hair is in demand from what I've seen. So what does that mean? You're not good with money, but you're in demand? That's all sorts of confusing. Yeah, I don't know. I thought beads, I thought we had moved into, like, pro beard. Like, what, what Bible call said? Clean, clean capped, obviously. Right. We had moved into pro facial hair. I thought we had 100% moved in that direction. I thought we were there. Okay. Well, then collectively, the AJ McCall show pro beard. We've established this. Yeah. I would never say that I think that there's ever a peace treaty for, uh, you know, Florida. But I would think the last week before Thanksgiving would kind of be the last week to get stuff out. Because, you know, family and stuff, right? Then we'll hear about the drama the week after. Yeah. You know, the time off for the holidays. AJ McCall from VFX. Three headlines, please. Okay, headline number one. Some guy got busted in the carpool lane with a hat and a coat draped over his passenger seat. They're going to see that. It's a nice try. I'm going to be honest, probably. I mean, when you hear it, you're like, ah, it's not the most impressive. But I've seen some not very good attempts at this. So, yeah. Eh. Yeah. Then we got headline number two. Uh, there's a 52-year-old lady who tried to hire a hitman to kill her ex-husband on rentahitman.com. I I I hate to break it to you. Google is so bad. I I hate to break it to you. It was not real. It was not a real website. I figure it just Mm. sounds too good to be true. I just want to see how it looks to see if I could if I think it's even close to being like maybe. Mm. Probably not. I'm nervous to click on it. I'm sure it's probably blocked. Yeah, and then we got story number three: a lady in a motorized wheelchair robbed a bank. (laughs) She wanted a (laughs) hundred dollars. She got not even halfway down the block, and they caught her. From my understanding, motorized wheelchairs, they, they don't move very fast. It's a safety thing. Yeah. They would not be designed, you know, to go very fast. Yeah. I don't know what level of confidence makes you think with a motor scooter you're going to outrun the cops after trying to rob a bank, but I could use me some of that. I mean, <laughs> Braxton, any thoughts? Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty mm, much. Yeah. They're designed for, what, elderly and physically those who are that face are, challenges so need them yeah i don't think they expect them to you know get going in case they take a corner too sharp and you know topple over yeah three full stories please okay story number one some guy got pulled over last week after he dressed his passenger seat like a person i mean we we've seen dolls we've seen cardboard cutouts we've seen halloween skeletons yes. not passenger seats yet this is new uh he got you know in trouble because he put the baseball cap on top of the the headrest and pulled the bill down to hide the fact that it was a headrest and not an actual person. Um, it looks convincing. I mean, I just looked at it. It's like he slid the seat forward a little bit. But um, yeah, the cop saw it, thought, you know, this doesn't look quite right because he's wearing a like a winter coat. Maybe he just gets chilly. I once drove down I-15 for like 45 minutes with a dude who just put a cowboy hat on the top of, of the passenger seat in his truck. Clever. I mean, and it worked. I was like, oh, there's some. It was like, wait a minute. No, there's not. Oh, wait, wait a second, sir. So there's story one. Then we got story number two. There's a 52 year old lady who used a joke website called uh, rentahitman.com to try and kill her ex husband. Um, <laughs> no, you can't. Do you, so, like, in all these Hitman stories we ever have, obviously, you can't, like, mass consult because, like, that would be suspicious. You're doing something illegal. <laughs> you do you think they, like, 15. yeah, do you think they ask anybody, like, hey, you know, just pure, pure hypothetical, just oh. spitting out loud, where would you get a, where would you hire Hitman if you wanted to? Like, anybody spit that idea out? Because I, I feel like the answer is no. And I want to right. Google so bad right to Hitman.com. Dude. I don't know if it's been hit, if it's been shut down. I don't want the FBI to show up at work if it hasn't either. Yeah. 
I guess it's uh it was a cybersecurity test site. So anyway, <laughs> they they met in initially and he said, "Yeah, I I'll do it for 5 grand." At the second meeting the same day, the same day, she was like, "Okay, here's $200 of the down payment." Boom, arrested. <laughs> That's not a very good doubt. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, man. Anyway, so she just got in trouble and now she's going to jail for, I think, seven years. Is that what I read? Quite a while. I don't know. I'm sure. Then we got story number three. There's a lady in an electric wheelchair who tried to rob a bank on Monday morning with her, you know, electric wheelchair. Not the greatest of getaway vehicles. The cops caught up to her. They literally walked. But <laughs> she went to the bank, said that she wanted to withdraw money. So, you know, put in her card, did the whole thing. It didn't work. She didn't have money, so she got upset, said, yeah, I'm robbing the place. Please give me $100. That's it. $100. Then she drove off in her wheelchair. Just picturing the cop, ma'am. Excuse me. Ma'am. ma'am. Okay, like, you're not going to get it. I'm taking one step at a time. Ma'am. All right, that's it. Arrest her. Yep. <laughs> so there you go. Three crazy stories. So Braxton, the carpool one, like like I said, I got a, I have a story. Everybody's got a story of someone attempting to do that. So that one, I don't think it's Florida. It's not crazy enough. Two and three, definitely options, though, obviously, by process of elimination. And another idiot trying to hire a hitman and a lady, older lady, worth noting, who wanted just $100, decided to rob the bank and get away in a motor scooter. I mean, you can go either way on this one. They are both stupid. Age might do it for me in terms of my recommendations. Say story number three. I'm going to say I'm gonna say story number two is in, like, UK, but story number three, definitely Florida. Definitely Florida. I think it's the age. McCall, is it story number three? It is. Congratulations. Awesome. We've got you qualified for the Logan Lanes gift card we're giving away at the end of the month. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you. Awesome. Oh, where was the hitman one at? Since he said UK. Michigan. Midwest. What are we doing? How about in Michigan? I know. I'm sorry. Let you down. Brandahitman.com. Uh, congratulations, Braxton. He wins Florida, not odd VFX. Good news, if you're trying to figure out what you can do this time of year, besides help donate, of course, to the Cash uh, Community Pantry, which we talked about, the top rankings of the best good deeds was put out, plus Mm -hmm. also VFX getting in on that. We're giving you a chance to uh, win as well and say thanks for Thanksgiving. Tis the time of year to do something nice for someone else. A list was put out of the most rewarding good deeds, AJ McCall at VFX. And I think the most important part of this list is a poll found that three in four people believe that if they do something nice for someone, that person will usually pay it forward, which is a sign that if 75% of people believe that that's a chain, that's a vast majority believe you can get a chain going by just doing something nice. Yeah. Tops the list, helping a friend, family member, a coworker with a task, donating to someone in need. Talked about how the Cash Food Pantry is looking for turkeys. Mm-hmm. Um, cashfoodpantry.com for more information or to donate online. But something just as simple as saying good morning was counted as a rewarding good deed. So it can be really simple to do just something very easily, whether it's hold a door, buy a coffee, made the list. I feel like McCall snuck that one in, but hey, I, you know. I did. You knew it. I did. Look, no one's going to deny. It doesn't matter what it is. You could uh, pay for someone's meal, made it too. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I think McCall specifically snuck that one in, but I'm just saying, like, no one's going to object to that, right? You're never, no one's ever bought you a meal and you've been like, wow. Wow. How dare you? Now my whole day ruined. Ridiculous. Nobody's ever thought that. No, no one's ever thought that. So go out of your way to do a good deed. Tis the time, right? And also, VFX would like to say thank you as well with it being the season Thanksgiving going on presented by T-Mobile tomorrow your first chance to win we've got three different live broadcasts where you can win a $20 gift a $20 gas card 50 of those are going to be given away uh, this Tuesday tomorrow Friday and Tuesday next Tuesday uh, one lucky driver also going to receive that $100 gift card to Lee's and a one night stay at the Newtown Place Suites Marriott and Logan tomorrow would be at LW Chevron 10th West 2nd North in Logan don't miss your chance to uh be appreciated. Yeah. We say thanks for Thanksgiving. Thanks to T-Mobile. Um, look, it would probably be a good thing if bacon was made from plants just because I feel like that would make it a slightly healthier option. Yeah. But apparently there are a lot of people out there that believe that's the case. Oh. For the sake of clarity, I will ask beforehand, did anyone discover recently, and I just missed the news, a bacon plant? No. Okay, just making sure. AJ McCall on VFX. The reason I asked is because there were some kids that were surveyed as part of a study. They were four to seven, so albeit young. But all those uh, 
plant-based burgers, all the commercials you see for like the Impossible Whopper have clearly left their impact because 41% of those kids, four to seven, when asked where they thought bacon came from, said plants. Interesting. Well, they do have plant-based bacons. I'm sure there is. There's like tons. I'm looking at them right now. I don't think that's what the kids thought, but maybe that's the case. Maybe they've just maybe they're just much more cultural. Like, look, you can go either way. You want regular bacon? We got regular bacon. You want not regular bacon? There's plant based bacon. Yeah, because they said the same thing for hot dogs and chicken nuggets as well. Hmm. Interesting. Weirdly enough, forty seven percent of those kids said French fries come from animals. Negative. Last I checked, absolutely not. Unless they're chicken fries. That poor animal with chicken fries. I like chicken fries. They're delicious. Just some kind of fry, whatever. I don't. What would? I don't even know what would it be. A fry cow. I. What? 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 What animal would you make? Chicken. Fry chicken. Chicken okay, fries. Chicken, you get right. chicken fries. Chicken as a whole. Just chicken both ways. You can go chicken fries or regular french fries. It's about all I got though. Other than that, nothing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have you tried any of those plant-based meats? Uh yes. Are you a fan? I, I used to have like the veggie burgers. Okay. Pretty consistently, I really liked them. But I don't know. I've seen a lot of people with the, uh, a lot of the TikTok channels that I follow and my like for you page will come up with some like plant-based cooking and I look at it and it looks delicious. It looks so good. I would love to try it. There's some places like I know um, there's a place in town that I used to really like that was all like plant-based and they had really good um, mozzarella cheese. Mm, so good. I mean, mouth is literally watering right now. You can't go wrong with cheese. Let's mm. be honest. I was told that at the luncheon that that was had here last week, somebody ordered pickled spicy cauliflower. Okay, interesting. And then I was asked what I tried. I was like, I mean, I guess, but like, pass. Right. Like, I get it. Like, there's cauliflower fried rice. I've had that. It's solid. The, the wings, like they do them as opposed to like chicken wings. Like yeah, like they're all right. Buffalo. And then they, okay. Like, I feel like if you know, like, if you try not, if you don't lie to me, mm-hmm. I could probably be like, yeah, this is okay. Like, is it better than the real thing? No, but I can make do. But if you're like, oh, I'm going to fool AJ with this portobello mushroom burger that's supposed to look like a regular burger, I'm gonna be like, I don't know what you did to this, but this burger sucks. Yeah. So, you know, make do, whatever. I, 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 I don't think I've had a ton of them. I'm assuming they're not as atrocious as people try to make them out to be. Like, oh, I can't do it, blah, blah, blah. No, it's, it's as far as I've been able to test myself they haven't been bad yeah. been reasonable you have a burger that's made out of plants put some cheese on it some condiments here there yeah you know yeah. Hit it. it's probably solid yeah solid not solid the terrible parking that we encounter and deal with each week this the last week that we will have someone get entered in for the tournament for 2021 however of course not the end of park Narc, so you can continue to submit nominees but let us judge make fun and ultimately hopefully guide them onto the path to not park incorrectly going forward look i just feel like it's it's we should start up by acknowledging that maybe maybe most of us or at least a fair amount of us has probably done what's happened in nominee number two but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not annoying oh yeah aj recall on vfx this is our last entry as we find out who is the most annoying parker in catch valley this week for the 2021 tournament where everyone that has won throughout the year will be put together and we'll find out Of course, who was the worst Parker of 2021? That being said, let us meet our last two nominees. All right. We got nominee number one, which is a parking job that we've seen over and over and over again. And this one, I'd like it to be known, anytime anybody parks in a special needs spot, there is not a pass. Right. Just Uh, for clarity's sake. The Narkers do a good job double-checking to make sure that... uh, yeah, no, there's yeah. not one. So this this car is parked over the stripy rectangle and midway into the middle of the special needs parking spot. And nominee number one is named, no pass, no problem. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. Clearly, I'm going to violate two specific spots. Yeah. And then nominee number two, there is a, it is an SUV. It's a beautiful SUV nonetheless, but it is parked the the opposite direction like perpendicular to the way that any of the parking spots are supposed to be parked in the very center line of the parking lot so we've got one two three four 
five, maybe, spots that are being taken up right now? I can't tell. I'm going to acknowledge that if I was to drive late into, let's say, a mall parking lot and there was nobody there, maybe, just maybe, like I used to work at the mall when I was in college, I would park like that and just run in real fast. That does not mean that it is any less annoying because if yeah. I was to roll up on it, even with nobody else around, I'd be like, okay, really? <laughs> you had to go out of your way to take up as many parking spots as possible. Yeah. And little known fact, there is nobody inside of this car. Also no. important to note. Yeah. Because people will be like, well, what if somebody's there and they're actually just like pulled in? No, nobody's there. Nobody's in the even, car. Even still. Right. Like you could take, like if you rolled up and parked in the middle, took up two spots or whatever, three or whatever. That's one thing. But you said how many spots? Potentially five? Maybe six. Maybe six? I'm like, sure. come on. Even if someone's in there, you're going out of your way to make that happen. Yep. Vote on our social media, Utah's VFX, Facebook and Instagram for which one annoys you the most. The most annoying parking job will uh, get the most votes. We'll find out Friday and they will be the last entry into the 2021 tournament. Of course, with the end-of-year tournament also starting does not mean that Park Narc stops. So if you see terrible parking, submit it to Utah's VFX Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Hopefully at some point these people's cars will be recognized. We have had a couple of repeat offenders for Park Narcs, and they won't be allowed into certain places because people are like, no, 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 I've seen the way you park. Pass. You would think for something, let's say, as serious as Utah State, you wouldn't be able to get in without a pass. Right. Especially if the basketball coach couldn't get in without a pass. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you get into that you weren't necessarily maybe supposed to be? Apparently Utah State, I have a little bit more swag than one of the basketball coaches because I was able to walk right in scot-free this weekend. Huh. AJ McCall at VFX. I was up there Saturday for a game and I forgot my uh, press badge because I left it in my car and didn't take my car up there. And I walked in there, and AJ actually came out and got me. And they walked up to the security guy and said, this guy's with me. And without anything, the guy was like, whatever. And then we just went in. Huh. We go to talk to the basketball coach, come to find out that the coaches, obviously being staff member there, expected to be recognized, don't have credentials. Oh, shoot. They got stopped. Huh. I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense because I just got in with basically a head nod. Yeah. What? So the question is, have you ever gotten anywhere that uh, eh, maybe you weren't supposed to be? Because technically, I guess there could have been a stink about it. I was supposed to be there, but without my badge, you know, anybody can walk up and say, hey, I'm supposed to be here. Um, I feel like there are places that I have like shown up and realized that it should have been more difficult like <laughs> to get in. You've gone up into like restaurants or things like that. You get there. Just like, oh, yeah, can I come in? And it's like, yeah, sure. And then the people behind us, it's like, oh, yeah, it's a 45-minute wait. I'm like, oh, shoot, sorry. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. I feel awful. Like, the other day, I, I went to go pick up this sort of example. I went to go pick up a, a pizza. And there's this, at Domino's, they were doing, like, a two-minute guaranteed delivery type of a thing. So the cars next to me had been there longer. Um, but I got in. I figured maybe they weren't picking up pizza maybe they were just parked in the wrong parking spot so I pulled in and it says turn on your headlights and I turn on my headlights and flash my hazards um because it has to flash your hazards and then they'll deliver it within two minutes is what it says so I turn on my hazards they start flashing he comes out he checks with the car next to me to see if it's their pizza and I was like oh yeah it's probably their pizza because they've been here longer and then he goes and checks with the other car because they had been there longer too and it wasn't their pizza no no it was my pizza it was my pizza I pulled in last. I was the very last person to get there. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Swerve. Like, I, I, it was the weirdest experience. I kind of feel that way in terms of, like, getting places easier. Like, granted, we've done the back-to-school tour, like, five years now. Yeah. But, like, I felt like that way the first year. I felt like it was really easy to just wander off and not be questioned. And maybe it's just the useful looks of the AJ McCall show. Maybe. Part of it was just me being like, somebody's supposed to stop me, right? Right. Like, I should be able to just wander around in the school aimlessly, should I? I was I was really surprised this weekend. We went up to USU and we were wandering around up on campus and just walked into one of the buildings and we were just like walking around. And I was like, this is supposed to be locked. Right? I can do this? Like I could just walk in, but they don't lock until like nine or nine thirty or whatever. I was like, Oh, I thought 
I thought I had to have like permission. Ooh. I thought I had to like pay a steep, <laughs> steep purchase to be able to walk through this building. <laughs> I don't. All right, cool. Yeah, news has been broken. USU. They they, they they like the AJ McCall show apparently. They must. Let us get through. I guess. Look, as two different uh, two children via divorce, it would be uh, immense to have you know obviously a great working relationship between divorced parents. We've seen it. McCall's parents have a, a good relationship. Mine not so much. Um, but that I think goes to only a certain extent. Mm-hmm. While you would love to see both parents have a good relationship, so there's not fighting you have to deal with. Living together might be a bit extreme still. Okay. Yeah. Ran into this over the weekend. That's in six minutes on VFX. Here's the scenario. Friend of mine in the dating pool, AJ McCall on VFX, started dating a guy. Three dates. Three dates. Found out. Got a three-year-old. Okay. Copacetic. Fine with that. Okay. Hadn't met the kid yet. Well, apparently after date three, dude was like, I'd like for you to meet my kid if it's cool with it. And they've been they've been getting along great. I don't know a ton of the details. I've just checked in because, mm-hmm. to be honest, I don't know about you, McCall, but when your friends are the age we are, like I'm I'm happy to hear about it, but until like it gets serious, I'm not going to push too much because I don't want to get involved. And all of a sudden, the guy's gone, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, I should have I should have waited. I'm just going to wait till it's serious, then I'll find out. Right. Regardless. And so so they go to the house. Right. Turns out, dude still lives with baby mama. Okay. Of course. She had a couple questions, asked about it. Of course. Dude said that they haven't been together for over 14 years. They're just basically roommates, and they do it for their son and acted like it wasn't a big deal. She bailed, asked me if I thought it was crazy. I don't know how anyone initially is like, yeah, no, it's absolutely not crazy. Here's the thing, though. Call myself, we're both children of divorce. One of the things I I feel like I talk about semi-regularly, my parents can't stand each other, right? Big thing I had to deal with growing up is not being able to have them in the same room. My brother's wedding five years ago, we had to schedule the whole wedding around the two of them not really running into each other. Mm-hmm. So for the sake of the kid, I can't speak to that, but I can idolize it. And I say, I think that's great. That being said, it's going to be real tough to convince people I'll copacetic, I think, living with your ex. Yeah, I don't think that that's going to fly at all. Because... Like, I kind of, it fell apart. You can be platonic, whatever. But I think the argument from everybody, and I logically so, whether it's true or not, but logically so, is at some point there was a connection there. And that if you are around each other that much, the connection could reform. Correct. I I don't know that I want to go out of the way to necessarily say it's a red flag. Right. I just (laughs) don't think it's a good idea. And when it comes to dating, I don't even know how you manage that one. Cause it's, you don't. <laughs> it's got to be tough already dating someone with a kid if you don't have a kid. Because, like, you're that you, that's a level of commitment you don't like. There's no warming up to that, right? It's no. like, no, no child, step parent. There's a child. Yeah. Right? Right? right. So you're already warming up to that, which means you got this. And then the other thing is, how do you manage dealing with, like, I think this is no win because how do you manage telling the guy, my friend, telling the guy you don't like this? When if you still date him, baby mom is going to be around in some capacity because they're going to split custody of the kid, obviously. So you'd say, hey, I think you should move out because I think this is a good, bad idea. Like, that's going to get out. Now, all of a sudden, she don't like you because mm-hmm. you came in and basically trashed on their whole relationship, whether, you know, right or wrong, one way or the other. I think it's I think everybody would be kind of uncomfortable with that, to be honest. Right. I think it's a lose-lose. I would 100% agree. 100% agree. <sighs> Roommates with an ex. You know, I did that in college. Not a good idea. Needless to say, did not last very long. I'm glad to say my ex was nice enough to move out and just save both of us a ton of pain in the butt. Mm -hmm. McCall, we call on your reference all the time when it comes to um, customer service, fast food jobs. Yeah. I'm finally fed up. A friend of mine has been dealing with... uh, just being short shifted at work because people keep calling in and not showing up. So I brought a couple of the the most what I think are the most ridiculous ways to either get caught or to call in. And I figured, all right, let's let McCall have a crack at him. All right. Call this a little passive aggressive revenge because a friend of mine has gotten stuck working short shifts because people have called in. Ugh. And not look, look, let me be very clear. If you're sick, you need a legit mental health day, if you gotta do something important. 
That's all right. Not talking about you. No. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. So with that being said, I suppose I should start for this this first one because uh, it's along those lines. Okay. So here's what happened. Friend went to work, got stuck working the opening shift by herself because girl called in, said that I can't come in. I need a mental health day. All right. Got the day off. Okay. Because response was the exact same as yours. It was valid. Here's the problem. If you're going to lie, might I suggest either A... Don't be friends with coworkers on social media. Correct. B, don't post about the lie on social media. Or block the coworkers if you're going to post about it, I guess. Or C, that. Not that you should do this, okay? Turns out, said needed mental health day. A different coworker came in later, later during the day for the shift and said, oh, yeah, so-and-so got hammered last night, opened up Snapchat, scrolled through stories, wham, yep. bam, boom, there's the evidence. Yep. Second time this person has called in saying they needed a mental health day and then disappeared. The other time, I believe it was due to a, a funeral. What happened? They didn't go to a funeral. They went to a concert. Oh, shoot. Same thing. Snapchat. Yep. That's I mean, the thing. Don't, like, <laughs> don't. People are so dumb. They're so dumb. I'm grateful for social media. I'm grateful for the era right. that we're in at this point. Right. Because we have the ability to do literally whatever we want to. It's true. Like, get yourself caught in a corner where, you know, you shouldn't be. Pretty, it's Just pretty stupid. Let's be, be smart for the love. So, before I get to the other one, let me ask you. So, like, there's paternity, there's maternity leave. There's also, uh, I can't remember what the specific word, but if, if there's a death in the family, right, there's, there's policies generally in place for that, right? Right. What about a breakup? Mm. What has your experience been in dealing with a breakup? Because I don't think it's necessarily written down. But I would like to think certainly, depending on the level, the amount of time and the seriousness of the relationship, it would be within reason for a workplace to be like, it's take a couple days. It's cool. We get it. Right? Yeah. Have you experienced anyone deal with any of that, though? I don't know that I've ever had anyone <laughs> that I've worked with ask for time off. Uh, no. Not, no. No. Not that, not that I'm aware. Not I know either. I probably, when everything fell apart with my relationship, uh, way back, way back, way back when, right. when I was engaged, I should have taken time off. I feel you. I did Been not in that place too. <laughs> I did not take time off. And I feel like everybody around me, it was like one of my very first days working at a new job. And it was like, Oh, Hey, sorry. I am going to come in because I'm having like a terrible day because I don't know where at this point my fiance was. And so I'm breaking down at the register and they're like, oh, sweetie, it gets easier. I was like, I'm not worried about the job. Fair. I'm not worried about the job. I'll figure it out. Yep. It's a register. Okay. Bleep blorp. There it is. I can, I can ring up pizza and salad. I know how to do it. Not, not fiance, but ironically enough, very similar story for me. I went through a terrible breakup. I was in at my job. This one, I think ended up being uh silver lining because the boss came in that was a jerk to everybody came mm-hmm. in bawling my eyes out, trying very hard to get it under control. Right. And he goes, AJ, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he gave yeah. me, I messed something up, so he told me, and I said, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll work on that. And then was so nice to me afterwards. But same thing. I think it's more of a can think, not only just for you, but mm-hmm. like just how do you deal with that if you're a coworker? That being said, I don't know. Judge this. <laughs> judge this as a call-in. Same friend had someone miss a shift because they got they went through a breakup. They called in, said that they were mentally un- incapable of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. They had been dating for a month. Mm. I don't want to belittle love at first sight or anything, but I mean, how well do you really know? So I, I know it's Utah. I know. I know. Everyone's yelling, but still. Don't worry. I'm yelling over here because I'm like. I was engaged at that point with this last story that we literally just told. Oh, but this dude wasn't engaged. Oh, okay. It's like borderline just out of high school relationship. One month. Come on. I'm not caving on this one. All right. I'm not caving on All this right, one. All right, we'll talk. <laughs> By the way, it only got worse because then he uh, he uh, confronted another coworker because that coworker is friends with the dude who's now dating chick or whatever. I was like, great, bring the drama to work. Go mm. go home. Mm-hmm. Go home for that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so uh, zero zero out of ten stars. Very uncreative. I seem. I gotta take that back. I guess there was some leeway for that second one for you. Yeah.
Okay. Uh, speaking of judging, I had a finished realization because we sort of got halfway there in the epiphany when it came to the safety signs after that, that girl got saved by TikTok. Mm-hmm. And then I had another realization. I'm like, okay, so my big thing was why was I not taught these signs? Why has nobody made me aware? And if that's the case, why did my girlfriend have to kick someone in the nether regions to escape in high school? She had to learn how to do that. I'm not saying self-defense is it good. I just want to know why, if self-defense is taught, why the other things, like the sign that went viral and the story of the girl who got kidnapped, isn't taught as well. Right. AJ McCall at VFX. A little bit of background. For those who missed the story, there was a girl that was kidnapped from, I want to say, it was one of the Carolinas. I believe it was North Carolina. She was found in Kentucky because she used a sign she learned on TikTok, which is a sign for, I believe, domestic abuse situations where you tuck your thumb in and then wrap it in your four fingers. Mm -hmm. Someone recognized the sign, called the cops. She was saved. So McCall and I talked about this because I had no idea what that was. Well, uh, my girlfriend Ashley works with special needs kids and has done so for a real long time. So I asked her, I said, did you know this? And she said, no. So she started telling me how interesting it is because you see those memes all the time, right? You can order this drink. You can call this number. Mm Order this pizza. The one that comes up all the time, right? You put your ATM number in backwards. Right. And Which I don't is, know that that one's real. I'm pretty sure that one's fake. Yeah, because then you just, it just doesn't work. So, like, there's all these things, and maybe that's part of it. Is there's just a bunch of information out there that's not correct. But I was blown away that she didn't. And then we started talking, and she was like, well, I had to take, uh, when she was in high school, the girls had to take one week of self-defense classes. Oh. They, like, learned moves and everything, and then, like, the last day, legitimately, the dude showed up in, like, the massive foam beekeeper suits Mm -hmm. and kidnapped him, and they had to legitimately fight their way out. And look, I'm not saying it's not useful information, but if she had to learn how to gouge somebody's eyes out, I don't know, telling the thumb thing, seems like that from, and they're different time periods, I get it, but at some point, I feel like that should have been passed on. Right. Because... Like, what, what if I saw this? What if someone did that? And I was like, what, what, what did A, B, what are they sign language in here? Produce a butter, sarcastic, sarcastic clapping? What are we doing? I don't know what's happening. What are we doing? Makes sense. I just think it's really goofy. And I know you don't want to necessarily broadcast it so even the jerk people, like the people that are going to be the ones that force people to use that hand signal, know what to watch out for. But I just feel like it should be more consumable than I happen to stumble across a random video on TikTok and I'm like, oh, hey, all right. Yeah. Especially if they're going to go out of way. And that's what crazy. So I, based on your reaction, you did not take a week's worth of self-defense in high school while you were going through high school. No, I did not. I figured as much. It's a little bit unusual for me, too. But I thought, well, well not my state. I better better ask around. But I thought, man, look, again, I'm not saying it's not useful. But if they're going to go to that extreme, I just want to know why we're not spreading the, hey, if you're ever in trouble, this sign will work. And I suppose I owe an apology to my mom because we've definitely brought up the topic before. Where my mom gave me the whole spiel about being kidnapped, like you're supposed to pull the brake lights, so they go out. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm not going to need this. I was really little. All right. I Look, I'm sorry. I'm good. I apologize to my mom. Nice. That's what I'm complaining about along these exact same lines. Yeah. I got to be honest. When I talk to Ajay specifically, if you met, works in the building, he's a little bit older than I am. Mm-hmm. He has no idea what modern slang is. Right. Makes me laugh because I talk to some of our younger staff members and we can have a conversation he can't participate in. Well, the most popular slang terms are ranked for 2021. And I got to tell you, I think Ajay knows what all these mean. Oh. When did slang slide backwards? I, I feel like slang just has become a common vernacular question mark. The most popular slang of 2021 was the most popular slang of five years ago. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, don't me wrong. I don't, there's probably words I, I'm not up to date on, but yeah. I expected the most popular slang to be something new, new. that we're all going to adjust to. Like one of my new favorites, and granted, I think it's a little bit dated at this point, but say less. My yeah. new favorite. AJ McCall at VFX. Some that made the list salty. Bye, Felicia. No. On point. No. Ghosted. Are you, the, the people that wrote this list have to be like 55 years old. I'm not going to dispute with you on that. 75 years old. I don't know. Because, yeah, five years ago is is correct. That's like 2016-ish. That's what I'm saying. I was like, oh, okay, let me see what it is. Let me see how many I know. And then I was like, wait, this is a joke, right? These are not. Is there anything on there that's like new? New New-ish? Nope. I mean, lit could even be on there, and lit's old. Nope. 
Okay, Boomer, go. Get out. On Point. On Point is really old. Yeah, On Point's like, seriously, 2014, 15-ish. So, apparently, we backtracked a little bit, and uh, slang took five-year hiatus, I guess. Who wrote the article? Who wrote it? Where did it come from? (laughs) Preply. (laughs) Preply.com. Stupid. Apparently, <laughs> no. I'm looking it up because I'm curious. Pre- Dear Preply, you know, they're they're based in the UK in the in the Ukraine, Ukraine, Barcelona, also there. That explains. Yeah. Okay. Everybody else five years behind us. That's all right. I'm just for for. Yes, McCall. Go to TikTok. Like somebody, go to TikTok. Go find that. One dude, what's his name? Rod. He keeps up with all of the millennial stuff. And he's usually a little bit behind with things. And so that would be more so like once it makes lists like these, we have to stop using them. I, I agree. Uh, I don't mind on point because I think it's been gone for a while. Woke, I'm yeah. sick of. Salty. Yeah. Eh. Ghosted is just not, it's not even slang anymore. Ghosted's it's it's just a thing. what it is. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Two favorite statistics. The first one is three statistics, but they're, all, statistics, but they're all grouped together. Half of Americans have admitted to using a slang term; they had no idea what it meant. Yeah. Eighty-three percent of us have Googled a word. Yeah. And sixty-eight percent of us have had to ask a young person, "Wait, what's this thing?" Oh man, <laughs> I will. I will rather run out into traffic than ask a young person what these things mean. Oh, I was going to say I'd rather run out into traffic than have to answer the question for my dad. Yeah, well, he that's calls why. me and asks me. That's why. I mean, I will never ask somebody what it means because I feel like God. if I ask them, they're like, oh, you poor Look, thing. I'm cru- like, don't take pity on me. Cruel, I'll Google it. Be a cruel prank, McCall, but don't tell your parents that acronyms don't stand for what acronyms stand don't stand for. Oh, that would be rude. That would be rude. The other half of the what? statistics I think are hilarious. Speaking of parents, 66% of parents say they find kids' use of slang annoying. Yeah. I I say yeet ironically at this point because that one's old. That one's like, you know, out. But I say yeet and Dustin's like, please stop using that word. Please don't. Just speak normal language. Consider the concerns about slang a potential tip to help make Thanksgiving a little bit smoother or more hilarious, depending on which way you want to roll. I'm kind of leaning the latter more than the former, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. That being said, uh, in terms of not just making fun of things, but trying to be helpful as well, a list was put out oh, of helpful Thanksgiving tips. I got to be honest with you. A lot of it just has to do with preparation. So if you're a procrastinator, you're kind of already SOL. Awesome. Because I don't know if you check, but Thanksgiving's in 10 freaking days. Yeah. If you haven't prepared for Thanksgiving, I don't know that these tips are going to help, but hey, we offer them up nonetheless, because if it could be a smooth Thanksgiving, hey, who wouldn't want that? That's right. AJ McCall on VFX. Pick your recipes ahead of time. What? Buy your turkey ahead of time. Oh my gosh. Buy- <laughs> Thaw it out right now. Pull it out right now. <laughs> also that. Uh, it literally it says just be sure to give yourself enough time to defrost it. Yeah. Uh, buy all your shelf stable foods right now. Find all your tools and tableware right now. And what then, tools are we pulling out? Like drills, uh, saws, all get out here just in case. We got to really cut the turkey. The ones that it suggests are the carver and the fat separator. Other than that, I have no idea. I don't have one of those. I don't either. A fat if you separator don't have it, would then be nobody handy. Does. Huh? I guess I should get one of those. Darn it, now I gotta go shopping. Lastly, clean up in terms of organizing and cleaning out your fridge before you get all the Thanksgiving leftovers. These things are all so thoughtful. I never would have thought of them. (laughs) Never would I have thought when I opened the door to my fridge and I thought, wow, there's a lot of food in here. I should clean it out. Would I have thought, yes, let's do that before Thanksgiving? I probably would have waited, actually, to be completely honest with you. I would have. I mean, to be honest... Again, if you're a procrastinator, I told you these tips aren't going to do you a whole lot of good because they're like, don't do that, basically. And it's like, "Mm, you know what? I think I'm going to. Now that you told me don't, I'm going to. (laughs) Then the tips are no help to you whatsoever. No. I don't know what I'm doing for Thanksgiving. Mm, It's like 10 days away. Dustin and I just had this conversation yesterday because my mom was like, what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing for Thanksgiving. I'll go figure it out. Then we got nowhere, so... 
You got 10 days to sort that one out. Mm. Probably less than that because it'd probably be nice not to just drop in on Thursday of next Thursday. So call it maybe seven. Even then, I feel like you're still pushing it. Really, probably had to have something sorted out by the end of the week. Let's call it four days. What am I going to do? Make pie? Probably make pie and stuffing. That's all I care about. <laughs> Get me a ham. I'm just going to eat stuffing. I'm just going to eat stuffing just, and pie. Right in front of her. Two forks, two casserole dishes or whatever, two pie. Just one, 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 <laughs> one. Somebody knocks on my door. Who's here? What do you want? <laughs> Alternating fork Go patterns. away. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. You, you could do a lot worse than a really good stuffing and a really good pie. Let's I be know. honest. I know. Well, like no stuffing and no pie. That would be terrible. If you have a Thanksgiving without stuffing, I don't want to know who you are. Pie. I just want to know if you're okay. More really. negotiable. Seriously. Yeah. Stuffing is wonderful. It's so good. <sighs> carbs covered in butter, covered in more carbs mm. than baked. Excited Delicious. For food. You got to figure out plans one way or the other so you don't have to worry about cooking everything because you don't have plans and you're responsible for whatever you're going to have. Well, the thing is, is last year, that's what ended up happening. I ended up cooking everything and I may be doing that again. That sounds not fun. Eh, okay, well, terrible. Then, again, these tips, McCall, do everything now. Prepare ahead of time. Yeah, I think I'll wait until Wednesday. <laughs> next Wednesday or yeah, this Wednesday? No, yeah, no, next Wednesday. That's fair. Yeah. You know, you cook better when you're just panicking. Like you could just use the friction of you running everywhere to heat everything up. Yeah. <laughs> VFX's Facebook roulette with AJ Knight. McCall Taylor, find us on Facebook because we like and share the best posts. The best one, of course, voted on between the two of us. Right. Goes on VFX. That's how it works. We McCall, vote, we make it happen. Yeah, and McCall pretty confident. She like was like, all right, here we go, and done. Oh, wow, I'm very impressed with the thing that I just found. So what was it? Well, it ended on my friend Mackenzie's post, and it says, PSA, I do not care how many blankets I have. I will be thrilled when I receive a blanket as a gift. I want infinite comfort items. Bingo. I don't know that a, a truer statement has ever been found. Dude, I know. In Facebook roulette until I found mine. Oh, dang it. It's a picture of Dwight from the office opening a coffin. It says, me, I think I might have a cold. WebMD. Caption, just get in the coffin. Dude, yes. It's that. You can win. Oh, my gosh. So much truth. <laughs> Uh, it's got to be that that site had to have been set up then by pranksters, right? There's no way medical expertise actually contributed to that website when you go into it, it's like, all right, and you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. Same with um, Utah's VFX mm-hmm. to vote for Park Narks. And, of course, AJ and McCall. If you haven't seen on our uh, AJ McCall Instagram and it got shared on the VFX Facebook page, you can play the uh, Name That Tune game with McCall. See how well you do. I hate to break it to you, but I killed it. I had heard that she did pretty well. I went in there and they were like, hey, we want you to do this name that tune thing. And I said, you have never asked a better human ever. I said, when are we doing what? What time period are we doing? I'm a little worried about it. And they said 10 years ago. I said, oh, my prime time, my senior year of high school. Cool. I've never felt more confident. Try your hand. I had heard McCall did pretty good. Yeah, it was good. If you miss anything on the show, search for AJ and McCall uh, anywhere podcasts are like iTunes or the iHeartRadio app. Again. It is 10 days until Thanksgiving. Yeah, prepare yourself. Buy the supplies. Thaw the turkey seems like a good one to think about. Yeah, I think you got to get that out soon. Make the plans, McCall. No, I don't think so. Sort all that out beforehand. And it's held tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Please don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.